1: Back live across Michigan, another hour on the only show willing to tell it like it is. We're also the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to show.net Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Him and I talked earlier this week, and I thought, you know what? The Harbaugh journey, which isn't over at Michigan has been amazing. The ups and downs, the expectations, not meeting expectations. So I thought what two guys could take us through the hardball era at Michigan up until today? That could tell a story and Jim Branstadter and John U Bacon came to mind. So we will hear from both of those gentlemen about the start of the hardball era and where it's at today and Will he finish his career at Michigan? If you do have a Michigan football comment, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Just search Grand Rapids Gold to get your tickets, see the schedule, promotions, and more, and also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. In a moment, Jim Brandstatter. He'll tell us about his personal maze and blue trip of a lifetime. Think about this promotion going on right now with the Michigan Sports Network. Anthony Bellino and Exes and Bros, the morning show on the Michigan Sports Network heard at 6 a.m. Monday through Friday. How would you like to win two seats on a chartered Jet with the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan and Soren Eagle. Two seats on that chartered jet, three nights at a luxurious Scottsdale, Arizona resort. You'll get transportation to and from the game, two tickets to Michigan, TCU, all the parties before, afterwards, uh, breakfast thrown in, and more. This is a maize and blue trip of a lifetime, so here's what you need to do. Text the word one word go blue. One word, put it together, G O B L U E to 21000. You have to be 21 and up. One entry per phone number and you'll be in the drawing December 14th at noon for that maze and blue trip of a lifetime courtesy of Soren Eagle and the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan. One word, make it, go blue together. Text it to 21,000. You don't get crushed with ads or bounce backs. The only bounce back you'll get will be, what's your birth date, to validate uh, your name in the drawing. No purchase is necessary. This is an awesome giveaway. That truly is a maze and blue trip of a lifetime. Text, go blue as one word, uh, to 21,000. Speaking of Go Blue, former radio voice, former Wolverine, Jim Brandstatter, he is standing by. Uh, what would be your amazing blue trip of a lifetime? The best game you ever attended as a player, <laughs> as a fan, as a broadcaster, what would it be?
0: Uh, that'd be a tough one. I, uh, the 97 national championship game, Rose Bowl, was pretty good. The last two Ohio State games were pretty darn good. I guess last year's Ohio State game just because, it was my last uh, Michigan-High State game announcing
1: with Dan, and uh, that, that's a special spot in my heart. Yeah, man. I was there at the Rose Bowl against Washington State with my brother Bob. I surprised him. I was living in Austin, Texas, and uh, he flew in, and we flew out uh, to Burbank. Uh, we actually ended up staying at the Michigan Hotel by uh, did not know it.
0: You, you? Did you stay at the Doubletree out there?
1: Yes, we did. We were we were right <laughs> there at Burbank, uh, I think. It was... Wasn't that far from the airport? It was no, no, not at all. Yeah, and we didn't know. You know, we just got the hotel last minute. You know, I did it. You know, uh, at that time, he just actually made reservations. Didn't have to go to an app. And yeah, that uh, uh, the beautiful day in Pasadena, uh, the sea of uh, cougar fans. That was Ryan Leaf. Was the other quarterback? Wasn't he?
0: Yes, yes, he was. Yeah, he was, uh, I'll never forget Frank Beckman and I before that game, watching him throw. You know, Patton goes down the sideline and he was throwing them like 60 yards down the field dropping them in a bucket to those receivers. Uh he as a college player that guy had was very impressive as a quarterback.
1: Yeah, that was a, a fabulous uh a game to be at just sitting uh you know with the Rose Bowl right in the middle of a neighborhood and just uh so cool. Now Michigan from what they did last year Jimmy in your finale and also your final broadcasting uh, game was Georgia, correct? Correct. Right. Yeah. And now I thought that was a generational thing where, hey, you know, this happens once every, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten years, and here they are now, one up in last year at 13-0, and number two in the college football playoff, uh, a nine-and-a-half point favorite over TCU on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board, and two wins away from another Michigan football national championship.
0: Pretty amazing, isn't it? Uh, I, I think it's in January when all the talk was Harbaugh may leave and the Minnesota thing going on. I don't think anybody anybody would have given you odds that we would be having this conversation today, Bill, but we are and and I think it's a credit to Harbaugh, his staff, I think the kids, the players uh they believed, and uh, they got to work, and uh, they played with such confidence. Uh, and they played so well this year. And remember this too. And I keep telling people, two of their best players are out for the Ohio State game: Mike Morris and, and Blake Corum. And they're going to—they were out for the Big Ten championship game. And, and this team has won games, you know, not fully 100 percent healthy, and yet they've still won it. And they've won it to going away. Uh, it's just been a wonderful team effort. I'm, uh, this is one of the. This is one of the most rewarding years. Uh, I think I've seen for Michigan football and, and maybe for Jim Harbaugh, one of those uh, one of those watershed years for him as a coach.
1: And if you look at Harbaugh, and Jim, why I wanted to bring you on and do a couple of segments together because the day Jim Harbaugh was hired when Hackett went and you know, landed the plane and faxed the, the deal and signed it and got it done, uh, everybody expected this a little bit sooner uh what we're seeing the last couple of years. And then the expectations were were there the first year with Jake Rudolph and everybody said, here we go, Michigan's going to begin that ascent. They're going to be just like Urban Meyer in Ohio State. One day they could be like Saban in Alabama or Oklahoma or Dabo and Clemson. Uh, and then Harbaugh and the team and the program hit a wall, and they found a way to bounce back. Then they hit another wall, and they found a way to bounce back. And then you mentioned the flirtation with jobs, the contractual negotiations where Harbaugh was forced to take a pay cut, which is unheard of for coaches of his stature. Yet we sit here today with Michigan as the number two team in America and a realistic shot at another national championship. And that says something about Harbaugh, his staff, and his players.
0: Oh, there's no question. And uh, like I said, I don't think anybody would have given us odds that we'd be having this conversation given all that you just went through. And I think, too, that some of the things that happened is ARpa always had a good record. He just couldn't beat Ohio State. He'd done everything else, but he hadn't taken that one step. And that one step was beating Ohio State. And last year he did. Then they got to the playoffs. And the other thing I like to bring up is that, you know, he's got to – people talk about this. And you could – you. I think you mentioned it once before on when we were having our conversation. There's a little different culture. Michigan has always been Michigan. Uh, but, but in this day and age of collegiate football with name, image, and likeness, with the transfer portal and all those things that are surrounding it, they were, that they're factors from the outside that can get inside a football program and, and, and kind of, you know, pick at the edges of it and, and maybe, uh, tear it away or tear it down a little bit. Uh, Jim Harbaugh has been able to n- navigate that whole process and create a culture that I think this year has been unbelievable. He's got a, a wonderful uh, combination of, of veteran players, of young guys, of program players that have been there a while that aren't going to the transfer portal, that are staying. Like I, I speak of guys like Michael Barrett, uh, Taylor Upshaw. Th- those guys stuck around and, and, and paid the dues, and now they're reaping the benefits. Uh, and They didn't take that... Uh, easy step to go to the transfer portal and play somewhere else. They found that playing for Michigan was what they wanted to do and where they wanted to spend the rest of their collegiate career. And and don't diminish the fact that I think that has an impact on a program and on young players as they come through. And, and I think that Jim has really done a nice job of managing that and navigating that whole new you know, environment. Collegiate football has to exist in within today.
1: His name is Jim Brandstatter, former voice of Michigan football, joining us on the Meyer guest line here on the Hughes Show across Michigan, talking Michigan football and also uh, the Harbaugh era. What's interesting is that when you look at every season outside of really uh, the pandemic year, and maybe you go back to 2017 when they. Finish fourth in the Big Ten East. But, uh, and Harbaugh takes the pay cut and he had to humble himself uh, to remain committed to Michigan because it, it didn't seem like there were NFL connections at the time. And you look at that point from 2020, uh, two and four, tied for fifth in the Big Ten right. East. Right. And you're 12 and two and Big Ten champion and make the college football playoff. And now you're 13 and 0 and a Big Ten champion again. And that, I, I just look at Harbaugh, no matter what happens in the TCU game or if they get to Georgia or whatever Harbaugh does, the, the comeback trail for him as a coach and the program, from where they were and how ugly that pandemic year was to where they are now.
0: Pretty amazing. And then I think your point is really well taken in that Jim humbled himself, and that's one of those things, you know, you talk about, and and when he came back, it, it wasn't lip service about being humbled. He went to work, and and from that low point, he built what we're watching today. So it's not like you know this. Yeah, you know, he was he was down. I mean, and and there were people that really thought maybe he ought to move on somewhere, and Michigan should move on. And and Jim, despite all of that, despite negativity, despite. Some people out there that didn't think he should be there put his nose to the grindstone and built what we are seeing today. And he did it, I think, through culture. He did it uh, by by recruiting young men at, at the high school level, and identifying them at the high school level that that were you know interested in playing for Michigan and becoming you know that 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 agent of change that gets Michigan back to where it is. And you've got to identify those guys as seniors in high school. And Jim has done that. And currently they're on the roster, the JJ McCarthy's, the Donovan Edwards, uh, all these Mikey saying, all, all these guys, the Cornelius Johnson. And and those guys have all been agents of change. And they, and, and the staff, look, remember he hired Mike Hart, and Ron Bellamy. He's had two brand new defensive coordinators. Uh, you know, they came from brother John and, and, and Baltimore in the NFL, but they worked beautifully. And then from within his staff, he promoted Sharon Moore, offensive coordinator, along with Coach Weiss. Those those guys have all, I mean, was, uh, over-exceeded their expectations. And that's all because Jim Harbaugh saw something and said, I'm staying in Pat, I'm going to let these guys do their thing, and I'm going to manage the coaches. And he did, and he is now reaping the benefits.
1: And so is the team, and so are the kids. Yeah, you think about it, Jimmy, that he made tough calls on coaches, Yep. He, he made the call on uh, JJ over Cade, which uh, yep. uh, that you didn't win over the locker room or even the fan base uh, with that. Uh, but he made it as the man in charge. Uh, they all have paid off as you sit there at three or thirteen and zero, and the number two team in America. And I brought this up earlier this week, Jim. That. If you go back to that flirtation with Minnesota and whatever the real story was or uh, how close he was to taking it or not taking it at that time which uh, we're we're talking less than a year ago 10 months ago right. there you're were right. people there were people inside the University of Michigan and people outside the University of Michigan that were hoping Harbaugh would take the job Think about no, that right. Yeah
0: I know you're right there are people that said go ahead Jim take it and um, it didn't work out. And, and the other thing I think, too, to remember is you talk about uh, that's kind of one of those uh, intangible things that, you know, he was not, again, uh, 10 months ago. Imagine how things have changed in that period hmm. of time. That that all of that goes on, and now here we are today. But the other thing is he has tra- stayed true to himself and his philosophical outlook of football. There are, there are people this year, even this year, that said, you got to be able to throw the ball more. you got to do this. you got to do that. You know, this team and let J.J. turn him loose, da-da-da-da-da. And yet, this guy has said, Jim Harbaugh, we're going to run the ball and we're going uh, to play defense and stop the run. That's how we're going to win. And, and he let the critics beware, and yet they've done it, <laughs> like I say, the old-fashioned way. And you know what? It's tried and true. And, and they walk into this uh, Final Four – as you know, like I said, one of the top two teams in the country, and it's and it's and if you look at them, they are they are as balanced and as steady a football team uh, as as it, that's in the playoff, and and it's about Jim staying true to his philosophical roots, basically, and that's hard to do too when from the outside you've got people saying, no, let let's let's do this, let's change up, let's let's let JJ loose, let's throw the ball down the field, let's do all that stuff. No, he said, we're going to do it the way we've always done it and the way we're built. And he did, stuck to his guns, and now he's uh, the number two seed in the national playoffs.
1: Yeah, 13-0, and Big Ten champion. Again, what's interesting, when you look at his track record at Michigan, one bowl win, that was that uh, first year, man, when they were 10-3 and and uh, Rudolph and you're like, oh, the miracle worker, and look what is yeah. doing. And uh, they lost five straight bowls because uh, the Orange Bowl counted as a college football playoff uh, last year. But, you know, he took care of the demons. You know, he beat Michigan State this year, beat Ohio State last year, then won at at Columbus, uh, right. won back-to-back Big Ten titles where Michigan had never been to the championship game up until uh, the last two years and now a, a big favorite, almost double digits, uh, against TCU. And uh, who knows if they'll get that. Uh, rematch with Georgia, or Jim, could you imagine if it's Michigan-Ohio State in the national championship game in Los Angeles?
0: Right. Uh, you know, it, what you just said just does not sound right. Mm. In Los Angeles. Michigan-Ohio State should not play in Los Angeles. I mean, that game should be in Ann Arbor or, or, or Columbus. And uh, I, I know all the, the story about, you know, the national championship and. That's where the game, you know, would be if it happens that way. But uh, from an old dinosaur traditionalist like myself, I, I, I just, hey, I'd love to see Michigan in a national championship game. That'd be wonderful. But playing Ohio State for the national championship in Los Angeles just somehow doesn't, you know, it just, it's like, really, it, that's not the way it's supposed to be. You know, yeah. something's wrong. Something's wrong with the the tilt of the earth on its axis around the, the sun with uh, Michigan and Ohio State playing Los Angeles for the national title.
1: Yeah, what about beating Ohio State two times in the same year? One helps you get a Big Ten title. The next one wins you the national title. You you might just want to shut down Michigan football after that because it's never going to get any better, right? I was going to say, yeah.
0: That would, be, that would be one of those things. What do they, they say? The drop the microphone.
1: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> We're done. We're out. we uh, Program has closed up. Uh, it will never be any sweeter than this. And yeah, exactly. exactly, it just says something. I, well, I, what Harbaugh did, Jim, and again, we you know, in talking, uh, his his start was fantastic, and you thought, here we go, and even the follow up year, uh, still ten and three, and then I like I said, uh, some ups and downs. Uh, over the next four seasons, but he he found a way to do it. You know, you're in Ann Arbor. You're connected as a former voice, as a former player. Uh, it, on the support side, are there still people that there's personality differences? You don't have to name people, but is it still uh, everybody with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind for hardball? Well,
2: I think it, it
0: is now. Yeah, and I think, but but I think too that. I remember a lot of those people over there that were in that in that camp said, you got to prove it to me jim you know, you got you gotta prove it to me and, and we've got to do this you know the right way and 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 do it the way you know michigan that does it and he's done it that way and and like go back to your point about he's made the tough decisions those tough decisions started four or five years ago remember you got rid of don brown in a decision that was a tough one um he he's gotten he changed up coaches and all along the way, and he's he's done some different things with players and things like that. That all along the way have been have been tough, but it, it it's all been made to build what he's got today. And he's taken those steps, and yeah, maybe a couple of them were, you know missteps, but he's corrected them and been openly, admittedly, said, "Look, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to get better. We got to do this. We got to compete with Ohio State. We have to do this," and and he is, has done it. He's looked at himself. He's done some self-scouting. And I think he's, he's won people over, to your question, in Ann Arbor, who, who after that you know, year, uh, this COVID year, and, and who had questioned him and wondering whether Michigan was going in the right direction, he has won them over with his actions, with how he's run the program, with how he's dealt with the people there, to bring this current edition of Michigan football uh, to the nation. And everybody over there is delighted with, one, how it's playing out, how they're playing, and how, how they're acting and how they're doing the right thing. And that's, to me, that's, um, you know, I, I think Jim's as solid as he could possibly be in Ann Arbor now. I think his quote after the uh, Big Ten Championship game that people were talking to him about, the NFL may come calling again or your name servicing. He, he said, I will enthusiastically be coaching Michigan in 2023. I think uh, that put all of those, you know, rapid heartbeats in Ann Arbor uh, to rest. And uh, they're happy that he's coming back. Yeah,
1: and the key would be, you know, you need the support, uh, obviously, of the boosters. But uh, Ward Manuel, the one who, you know, had to negotiate that pay cut. And what you said, I do agree, Jim, with prove it to us and you can earn it. Uh, with incentives, and also, I believe, with what he's done now uh, the last two years, Michigan will try and lock him up uh, long-term with a competitive deal that's there with the best college coaches in America. So do you believe the relationship with Michigan AD Ward-Manuel is, again, solid with Harbaugh?
0: Very much so. Very much so. Uh, Ward is, like I said, Ward and he had a a, a few come to Jesus minutes there when they had to renegotiate that contract. And Jim and Ward looked each other in the eye and said, this is, you know, what we have to do. And and Ward said, this is where we are, Jim, and, and this is the way it's going to be. It's about production, and it's about performance. Jim understands that, too. That's the beauty of Jim Harbaugh. He's the one that has talked about it in his football team. It's about a meritocracy. The guy that plays the best, the guy that does the best, he's going to get the playing time. Jim understood that and realized, you know, we aren't where we need to be. And he accepted what Ward gave him, and uh, I think he and Ward have a wonderful relationship now. And um, clearly, uh, the way this team has played this year has been the proof to anybody who has any doubts that Jim Harbaugh is the guy to run that program in Ann Arbor.
1: And I think uh, Santa Ono coming in, he's not the typical uh, University of Michigan president. He really, again, you have to be pro-academics if you're a president of a university, unless you're Jim Trestle and somehow you're under <laughs> NCAA show cause and you become president at Youngstown State, but that's a whole nother conversation for a different show. Uh, but yes, Santa Ono, and he, he was really responsible for uh, keeping Luke Fickle at Cincinnati and helping build up uh, Cincinnati, and he now is there at Michigan, so you get Santa Ono, who's been openly supportive of Harbaugh and the football program and understands its importance uh, to the Michigan academic and athletic experience. You talked about Ward and Jim had to come to Jesus' uh, point because a lot of people didn't know what was going to happen post-pandemic. Would the crowds be back? Would money uh, be tight? It wasn't the right time to uh, get one of those mega deals. But now with Santa Ono uh, as the president, with Ward Manuel there and what Jim has done the last two years, I, I think before spring ball Uh, you'll see a new deal for Harbaugh. I really
0: do. Yeah, and it wouldn't surprise me. And I think Santa Ono is a great point that you make. Because, you know, academics and presidents of universities can be very helpful to an athletic program and can be athletics-friendly without being uh, unfriendly to academics. You know, that's the thing that I think some people don't realize. Santa Ono did a great job at Cincinnati, and he helped them a lot. And Luke Fickle uh, raised Cincinnati's... uh, you know, uh, reputation on a national stage because of its football program, but people learn about it as an educational outfit because of their football program. And it's a little known fact, but it's a fact that your donations to your university, its law school, its business school goes up when your athletic programs are doing well. It's just a fact that happens. When your athletic programs aren't doing well, uh, the donations that come in for your academic program sometimes drop a little bit and presidents understand that. And I think Santa Ono understands that, that there can be a happy marriage with a very vital, strong and nationally recognized athletic program along with an educational institution like Michigan with a reputation that's second to none. They can coexist with the same name and one doesn't have to suffer for the other. And I think Ono is one of those guys that's perfect for the university of Michigan. And, uh, I'm, I'm glad that he's the guy um, that's in that in that uh, presidential suite in Ann Arbor because, to be quite frank, in the past, uh, that hasn't been the case in Ann Arbor. And I'm glad it is now.
1: We're glad Jim Branstadter is joining us on the Huled Show on the Meyer Guest Line talking hardball, Michigan football, the college football playoff, and also uh, the politics uh, that are public and also behind the scenes in Ann Arbor. Everybody seems to be on the same page. That's what... Uh, winning will do jim also has is it the voices of michigan stadium what, what's the name of the audio book <laughs> and the paperback
0: voices of michigan stadium and uh you've been so kind and friendly to help get the word out and uh it's uh i i didn't want to be the accidental his, historian of michigan football but it it turned out that way and i've got some great audio that i was able to put together in a book and uh you can learn a lot about Michigan football and hear the actual voices of the Bo Schembechlers and the Ron Kramers, their actual words talking about their great moments at Michigan stadium. And some of the other great moments, uh, great plays, Desmond Howard, the pose in the end zone, uh, the, 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 the Colorado pass that hurt Michigan on the last play from Cordell Stewart. We've got guys that were in the middle of that play. Jamie Morris talking about his great all-American career. Uh, so we've got a, a, from, from 1927 to 1997, um, we've got it all. And guys who remember great moments. And they tell it in their own voices on Voices of Michigan Stadium. It's available at jimbrandstetter.com. You can click on the link to get to it or Amazon.com. And the other thing, Bill, I just learned this the other day. Amazon has a little button down there that you can actually uh, give the audio book as a gift. Uh, and you can download it and send somebody an email, and they can get the download onto whatever device they wish. So it's a pretty cool deal.
1: His name is Jim Brandstatter. Uh He is joining us uh, talking about uh, Michigan football. It's a good time uh, to be a Wolverine. It sure is. And, again, that Voices of Michigan Amazon. Uh, is it jimbrandstatter.com too? Where else can they get it?
0: Yep, that's it. You can get it at Amazon.com. Just search for Voices of Michigan Stadium in their book uh, department. And there isn't a paperback available, but I highly recommend the audiobook. Uh, it's a wonderful uh, listen. Uh, and uh, com also has a link that you can click on to buy the audiobook or the paperback, whichever you wish. But like I said, I urge you to buy the audiobook because to hear Bo Schembeckler, you've got a couple of those clips that we sent you. To hear Bo, uh, with that staccato delivery, You know, talk about. Those great moments in his career. It just, to this day, it raises the hackles on my arm uh, to hear him, uh, to hear that passion uh, about Michigan and about that Michigan football job.
1: Jimmy, thank you so much for your time. Wonderful conversation. Enjoy the holidays.
0: Great fun. You too, Bill, and uh, my best to uh, Superfly.
1: All right, back at you. Jim Brandstadter joining us on the Meyer Guest. I'm Meyer proud to be longtime partners with the University of Michigan football, and you can gear up for the Wolverines, quality license official. Michigan Gear, huge selection. Always had that great Meyer price inside the Team Gear department at your local Meyer. And make sure you text the one word Go Blue Together to 21,000. If you're 21 and up, text Go Blue, one word together to 21,000, and you'll be in the drawing on December 14th at noon for that trip for two, airfare, tickets to see Michigan TCU, three nights at a luxurious Scottsdale, Arizona resort. Food, parties, transportation, and more. Just text the word one word go blue G-O-B-L-U-E to twenty-one thousand. You have to be twenty-one and up, and only one entry per number.
0: From St. Joseph to Midland. This show
2: is huge. Your auto Value Auto Parts store is part of a network of more than 300 family-owned stores and are locally run by some of your own friends and neighbors. Every day, we work hard to provide you with all the automotive aftermarket parts and accessories you'll ever need. Name brands, too, like Champion, Seafoam, Wix, Lucas, Mobile, and more. The auto parts you need at the value you've come to expect. So thanks again for shopping locally at Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it.
1: Hey, it's Anthony Bellino from X's and Bro's, and we at the Michigan Sports Network in partnership with Eagle Casino and Sports. The Alumni Association of the University of Michigan and Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort are sending you on the maize and blue trip of a lifetime. Our Fiesta Bowl giveaway includes round-trip airfare for two, a three-night stay at the Andaz Scottsdale Resort, access to all Alumni Association events with transfers, two tickets to the Fiesta Bowl featuring number 2 Michigan against number 3 TCU, and a post-game meal to follow. Make this New Year's a New Year's to remember. To enter, simply text the keyword GOBLUE to 21000 and that's Go Blue to 21000. Must be 21 years of age or older to enter. One entry per number. Winner selected on Wednesday, December 14th at noon Eastern. For full details and information, visit MichiganSportsNetwork.com. Text the keyword Go Blue to 21,000. And we'll see you on New Year's Eve in the desert. Back live across Michigan, Thursday broadcast of Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we originate in the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. All right, we got the holiday hoops action going, and on the NBA level, you have the Pistons, who actually played pretty well the last two games. They split uh, with the Heat and the Pelicans. Well, my friends from the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, They have a huge deal where new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can bet just $5 on the pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings. Same game parlays. That's pretty cool. You can use your favorite players, put together something that's awesome, just download uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use code HUGE to get in on the holiday hoops action then place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win and get $150 in free bets If they do, that's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app The code HUGE when you sign up. If you are someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. Uh, John U. Bacon, New York Times best-selling author and one of the best when it comes to inside University of Michigan football and athletics. He'll join us coming up in about 25 minutes. we will get his thoughts on the hardball era on this team. Are they national championship material? You're two wins away. I think they are. You know, people talk about, oh, look what Georgia did to LSU. LSU basically gave them 14 points early. You can't do that. So we'll talk to John U. Bacon uh, here in less than 30 minutes. By the way, if you want to win that maize and blue trip of a lifetime, airfare for two, three nights at a beautiful Scottsdale uh, resort, tickets to the game, uh, the VIP parties with the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan and Soaring Eagle, just text the word, make it one word, Go GOBLUE, G-L-B-L-U-E, text that to 21000 a free contest no purchases necessary 21 and up and one entry per phone number just text the word go blue to 21000 that winner will be announced December 14th that's less than a week December 14th at noon uh, text go blue one word make it one word g o or g o b l u uh, e to 21000 i mentioned that uh, today and tomorrow Uh, with our flagship station, 96-1 The Game, and Tim Fagan, who heads up iHeart West Michigan. They've been committed uh, to the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital and their radiothon to help the foundation raise money, awareness, uh, to help children, and also just impact the team at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, which is part of the Michigan Medical Mile, which I call the Michigan Miracle Mile because it's not just about people in West Michigan, it's about the entire state, if not Midwest, with some of the best doctors, support team, and staff uh, that medicine can bring to the table uh, to help save lives. So, we talked to Kelly Dyer earlier, president of uh, Corwell Health Foundation, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Foundation. I think Dr. Daryl uh, L. Mushi, who's president of Corwell. Uh, Health West, uh, he is standing by, ready to talk about the Helen DeVos uh, Children's Hospital Radiothon, and also the impact that Helen DeVos Children's Hospital has on lives uh, here in our state. How you doing, Dr. Elmushi? I am doing very well. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, good to see you again. I know we've crossed paths with our kids growing up together uh, here on the west side of the state, so it's good to uh, see your elevation inside uh, the executive team there and your commitment as a doctor Uh, to providing the best health or the best healthcare care options for people and 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 when you look at the best uh, helen devos children's hospital i mean that that's one of the top children's hospital uh, hospitals in america if not the world
2: absolutely it's you know helen devos children is an amazing place and i always think how lucky we are in west michigan to have such a place uh you know we are we are a great community we're a big community but we're not a huge community uh, and in spite of that, we have a children's hospital that rivals those in big cities across the country and across the world. Really amazing.
1: And what's needed uh, when when you look at the radiothon and what iHeart West Michigan is doing with the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Foundation? Uh, what 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 is the next level? What's still needed? Uh, the money raised from this radiothon, the gifts you get from individuals, families, uh, businesses. Uh, what what is that next level of need? for Helen DeVos Children's Hospital.
2: Yeah, you know, when you think about it, a children's hospital is really special. So not only are you trying to take care of the kids, but you're also trying to make sure that their environment is warm and inviting. You want to make sure that they can get educated if they happen to be there for a long time, which unfortunately some kids with cancer and other diagnoses are. You want to make their environment fun. We have games, bingo. We employ child life specialists, which are people specially trained just to work with kids and families while they're in the hospital. All of that takes resources, and unfortunately, none of that is funded by insurance, the government, what have you. Uh, So it's really all philanthropy that makes it go, and it's amazing when it does.
1: And again, there's so many different illnesses going through uh, communities all across Michigan when it comes to our children. Uh, If you had to define specialties uh, for Helen DeVos Children's Hospital, uh, the go zones uh, where your team uh, is active and they jump right in, Uh, What would be some of those illnesses that Michigan children deal with?
2: Well, first of all, right now, actually, I hate to say it, but it's been an unprecedented last month for us. Uh, You know, everyone's seen on the news this whole idea of a triple-demic. Well, for kids specifically, it's been a a virus that comes out every year called RSV, and this year has been the worst we've ever seen. Uh, Our children's hospital has had... Over 250 kids in the hospital at one time. We've set records that we've never had in the history of the children's hospital. Our pediatric ICU, which is for the sickest of kids, has 30 beds, and we've had well over 50 kids in the ICU at one time in the last couple of weeks. Uh, You know, just the common illnesses can get really bad where you need very special care, and we provide care for kids with heart disease, for kids with brain problems, with cancer, you name it, we have almost 100 different specialties within Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. It's really fantastic, and we need people's help to keep that going. Yeah,
1: and that's basically uh, the question for anybody listening who wants to make a donation under the Helen DeVos Children's Hospital Radiothon. I have the quick link at Hulde Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, The Radiothon in partnership with Helen DeVos Children's Hospital and iHeart West Michigan and Tim Fagan, Dave Taft, and all the on-air team uh, here in Grand Rapids at our flagship station, including 96 won the game, all uh, reaching out. So go to Add a Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook if you want to make that donation. And I know Dr. El Mushi just uh, mentioned the RSV, and there's so much there. And I told everybody the story uh, today, which I've mentioned a couple times of Jacob Radlinski, the Grand Rapids West Catholic football player uh, who rang the bell, beat cancer, and uh, walked down that hallway at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital uh, Foundation about eight days before his Grand Rapids West Catholic team uh, won the D6 state championship. And an incredible story of spirit, uh, a quality team that uh, was there for him and his family. And he rang that bell. And it's part of this radiothon with Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Uh, Dr. Elmushi, thank you so much for your time and keep up the great work.
2: Thank you so, so much. Have a great rest of your day.
1: Yeah, back at you and happy holidays to you and your family. So if you can help, if you can donate, it's simple. And we have the quick link. Every every gift donation matters. Uh, you can go to add huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook and those links will be up here over the next couple of days and I can't Say it enough about Tim Fagan and I Heart West Michigan and their connection to community and how they care. And also to everybody who has been a part and still a part of the Michigan Medical Mile that I call the Michigan Miracle Mile from what is now Corwell Health uh, Spectrum when they merged with Beaumont on the east side of the state. They had a name change. You have Dave and Carol Van Andel and the Van Andel family's mission to find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's right across the street. From Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Ironically, uh, you're looking for cures here and you're helping on the other side of the street. That's what that Michigan Medical Mile is all about. Uh, The Secchia Michigan State University uh, Medical School. You have Doug Meyer and his uh, donation uh, for uh, innovation connected to Michigan State University and their medical program. I saw Perigo uh, uh, just keeps growing. They're changing lives, they're saving lives, and they're protecting our children. And really, uh, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Anybody who uh, has a child, or you have a nephew, you have a grandson, granddaughter, whatever, you know, you'll do anything uh, to protect kids. So if you can donate, uh, go to at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and also all the iHeart West Michigan radio stations are having the radiothon going on as we speak uh, through tomorrow. And we'll talk to uh, Dr. Hussein uh, Morandi, who's the president of Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. He'll join us uh, during tomorrow's broadcast. I do want to thank the team uh, inside uh, the foundation uh, for Corwell Health and Helen DeVos Children's Hospital and their help. And it's a no-brainer to jump in and be involved. As a father, nothing makes you feel more helpless when you can't help your children and you put... The faith and trust in the arms and eyes and ears and brains of doctors and what they do. It's awesome. It really is. Well done, Superfly. Thank you so much. Uh, John U. Bacon will join us coming up in our next segment more on uh, the lighter side of life. We'll get to Michigan TCU, his thoughts on Michigan winning another national championship. And he wrote that Harbaugh book early in Harbaugh's career, because after the first year, everybody thought, here we go, right? That Harbaugh was going to build an unbelievable Ohio State-like program. And it took them uh, a lot of ups and downs and longer than expected, but they are there. They are in the reload level right now. And I do believe, and I said this on Monday show that regardless of what happens in the college football playoff, that Michigan will be the preseason number one team in America. Did we miss a break? We t- Why didn't you-, you didn't you? didn't You didn't text me. I didn't. I was talking to him. I forgot we didn't go to the break. I don't see the text. All right. Callers online, your opinions are next.
0: Everything huge, twenty four seven at the dot